Hi, this is Mackie Shellstone with a new Maximum Wellness Podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. Let's hope this is a prosperous and healthy year for us all. My topic today gets us off the new year uh, with exercise. In fact, it's called Vigorous Physical Activity is Associated with Additional Health Benefits. Research is well documented on the benefits of moderate to vigorous intensity physical activities meaning engaging in exercise that causes your breathing to be at or below what's called a breathless state. Former Oregon track coach and co-founder of Nike, Bill Bowerman, referred to moderate physical activity as being below a breathless state in which you are able to carry on uh, an activity like running while simultaneously talking out loud. He labeled it the talk test. Bowerman's innovative approach, defining what's now called the anaerobic or ventilatory threshold, was validated years later. The 2018 Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans suggest that adults should accumulate at least 150 to 300 per minute per week of moderate physical activity, 75 to 150 um, minutes of vigorous physical activity uh, weekly, or an equivalent combination of physical activity of both intensities. The moderate, excuse me, the vigorous physical activity as it pertains to the best use of time, in other words, as intensity goes up, the duration comes down, has proven quite effective in sports to stimulate the work-to-rest ratios that the game imparts to the competitor. In other words, the the, the intensity of what, let's say, a typical play in football amounts to in terms of um, uh, heart rate. Yet, according to the Journal of the American Medical Association Internal Medicine Research, that being called Association of Physical Activity Intensity with Mortality, which appeared online in November of 2020, it remains uncertain whether, for the same amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity, that vigorous physical activity may actually offer health benefits much more than what would be in the moderate type that I've already outlined. Researchers from China, Chile, Spain, and Brazil used 403,000 adults from the National Health Interview Survey between 1997 and 2013 who who provided data on self-reported physical activity Uh, linked to the National Death Index records through December 31st of 2015. Statistical analysis was performed from May 15, 2018 through August 15th of 2020. Participants were excluded if they lacked physical activity data, had disabilities that might affect their daily activity, or incapable of performing moderate or vigorous physical activity. It was speculated by the researchers that, quote, for the same amount of total physical activity, a higher proportion of vigorous physical activity is associated with lower mortality, end quote. When the data was compiled and analyzed, the researchers determined that, quote, for the same amount of total physical activity, participants with a greater proportion of vigorous physical activity over moderate physical activity had a lower all-cause mortality. For instance, note the investigators, among participants doing the moderate to vigorous physical activity, more than 50 to 75% 
of the vigorous physical activity to total physical activity was associated with a 17% lower all-cause mortality. Even after adjusting for the total amount of the, uh, the type of exercise they did, in this case being moderate to vigorous physical activity. However, it was also noted that, quote, we did not find a consistent inverse association of the proportion of vigorous physical activity with cardiovascular disease and cancer mortality. The bottom line, participants performing 150 to 299 minutes per week of moderate physical activity, that means you're right below breaking a sweat, and those individuals reporting 150 minutes per week of vigor, vigorous physical activity, more like breaking a sweat, had the lowest all-cause mortality. From a heart rate intensity perspective, it's been demonstrated that exercising in the range of 72 to 87% of maximum heart rate can improve cardiorespiratory fitness. Your maximum heart rate is found by subtracting your age from 220. Then you take 72 or 87% of that number to have a projected heart rate zone. So in other words, you subtract your age from 220 and then take that number and multiply by 0.72 and then take your age from 220 and multiply by 0.87. It gives you a target heart rate range and using the various monitors, the Fitbits, everything that's out there, you can then stay in a zone. Now, the caveat to all of this is, as I always say, it's best to speak with your own personal physician as to the best duration mode and intensity of exercise based on your personal health profile. In other words, you don't start something new or modify something, especially as you get older, without having some baseline assessments. Your doctor may say good to go after doing the physical or may require other testing such as an EKG or even a stress EKG. The bottom line, make sure you're doing it the right way. I'm Mackie Shulstone. If you want more on this information, you can go to MackieShulstone.com, M-A-C-K-I-E-S-H-I-L-S-T-O-N-E.com. Sign up for Mackie Mail. You get my podcasts, my TV segments, and much more. By the way, the podcast is available everywhere that podcasts are under the name Maximum Wellness. And, um, and uh, you get the Mackie Mail free of charge, uh, going out to well over 22,000 people now. So all that being offered to you uh, if you choose to do it. Until next week, I ask God in this new year to bless us all, keep us safe, healthy, happy, and prosperous. And um, uh, we'll get through this uh, COVID uh, disease uh, as more and more of us get uh, inoculated. And um, and um, we'll, we'll get it done. God bless you all. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good week.